Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast with your host Josh and Devin. Devin, just watching ESPN, we see some potential breaking news. They haven't confirmed it yet, but it seems like it's going to be a go. Uh, the one and done is finally going to be over with the college football. You're going to allow the they're going to bring the age back down to 18 again, allowing kids to come straight from high school to NBA. What's your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I, I've seen that too. And what I think is you got the NIL deals, you're already getting paid. So now you just weigh out the options of are you going to get paid or are you going to go take a sponsorship pay and maybe get a car and get, you know, be, be all right off, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, this is only for, like, the top five recruits. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, number six, number seven, you're you're not going to start in the NBA. Honestly, even if you're not the top three, and depending on your size and strength, like, where are you going to be at in the NBA? Um, even if you see a couple minutes, like, how, how involved are you going to be? How dominant are you going to be in the NBA um, at 18 years old? Uh, I don't know. I still, uh, I still like the one and done this, especially you can go get paid. You can go get, you know, a little, little, little education, a little background and something. And then that way you put your footprint in a college and you can always go back. Um, I think these kids need to go to school. I think once you have that offered to you, you should utilize that, uh, but if you get a $30 million contract or whatever it may be, pick number one. Uh, or you know, something like that down. You know, like, sign me up. Oh, sign up. You just got to know. You just got to know, and you got to have the right support system so you don't get used and abused, man. I'm torn on it. I, I'm i not a fan of college – I mean, high school kids going straight to the pros because it majority of the time it doesn't seem to work out. You have some of your unicorns, but it doesn't happen very often. And – I hate the one and done. So I'm like kind of on, on both sides here. I guess if you're going to do it, get rid of the one and done and let these kids just go straight in because I don't like the way some of these teams recruit towards knowing you're going to be a one and done. So I'm going to recruit you just for that one year. I'd rather you come to the play and want to be there for that three years kind of thing. Put your name in there. And like I said, with the NILs now, it should be easier for you to want to get into that because now you're going to get paid. You're not going to get paid the the ridiculous, ludicrous contracts of the NBA, but you're still, I mean, a million dollars as a college kid, half a million, $500,000 as a college kid is incredible money. So to go hang out, to go hang out with a whole bunch of people your age and yeah, just enjoy that environment. Play ball. Yeah, enjoy that environment or to go be 18 and basically go hang out with a whole bunch of people who already have families, you know, like. Go enjoy your one or two years, man. Go enjoy it. Go have fun. Um, what I always see with the young people, and, you know, they always say, you know, the rookie, you have the rookie little uh, dinner that they do and, you know, the little, you know, ha, ha, ha. Uh, it's great, but you start fetching for the big money that they have and you start spending the big money that you don't have as a young guy. And uh, then you hope you get that follow-up contract. And if you're 18, who's to say you get that follow-up contract? And uh, don't be surprised, you know, if you're 20, 20 years old, two years later, and you're over in China, you know, like uh, be ready to play in Turkey. I, I don't, I don't know if you're going to make it in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> utilize what you got. Uh, it's just basketball. Basketball is one of those things, man. 
you, you got to get some size on you, man. You got to get some size. Even, like, look at Zion. He had the size on him the whole time. He just can't stay healthy because he just don't know how to utilize the size or the size. I think he had too much his, size on him. Yeah, and that his body couldn't take that. Um, it's one of those things, man. You, you're still a kid. You just need the right people in your corner. Need the right people in your corner and uh, read them fine prints, and hopefully that contract don't work you. You work that contract. Yeah, hopefully you get a legit agent that's not trying to, you know, screw you over and just get that payday and and have your best interest in mind instead of saying, let's go, let's go, let's go, like weigh both options. Hopefully you get a good agent that will actually talk to you about everything and like be legit about it because otherwise you're going to get an agent that looks at the big picture of his part of it where kind of money he can make off your contract. And, you know, there, there's dirty people like that out there. They're going to get you and sit you give us an 18-year-old kid that kind of money, they don't know how to act. Honestly, I don't see the problem of going and uh, finding you to a big school and find you that good booster to back you up, you yeah. know, and find you a good booster that find you and uh, points you in the right direction where they pointed others in the right direction. Uh, not the worst idea. It's not the worst idea. And yeah, with, uh, with NIL now, like we said, NIL makes it to where you don't need to necessarily make that jump to help, you know, for your family kind of, you know, be able to get that money for the family. Cause now you come on boosters will help you out. You have all kinds of people. They're going to make sure that you're good. They're going to give you that money. 10 years from now, we'll see the NIL deals thirties for thirties and we'll see how they <laughs> fell through or didn't fall through. And uh, you'll have those coaches who went through what these coaches are, haven't gone through with the NIL deals in 10 years from now, they'll have some kind of, uh, you know, advice. But right now, you're the you're the advice. You're the guinea pig. You're the yep. you know, like like we were hey. talking. You know, you have a five hundred thousand dollar Bentley, CJ Stroud in Ohio State. Um, that's great. Does that come with everything you need? Do they do the tune up? They do. Is that only for when you're at Ohio State? You better hope you get paid first round because that Bentley, it's a dumb purchase to me. You yeah. know, like yeah, even if you have a million dollar contract and you have a paid Bentley, that's great. But it costs thirty thousand dollars to get a. A oil change, $40,000 for tires. Like, just when you do that high-end stuff, better be ready for that high-end, you know, kickbacks. Yep. But uh, for basketball, man, basketball is going to be starting here shortly. Um, you got some hockey deals going through, basketball's going through. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that, but, you know, we still got college football and we got the king. And uh, it was a crazy world of sports this weekend, man. Absolutely insane, like. A terrible, a terrible betting weekend, I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, uh, let's not bring that up, Josh. <laughs> it was really, really aggravating when it came to that. I mean, and then in college football, you had some some pretty crazy games. Like you, you kind of commented in our group chat about why are they, why is game day in, in Boone, North Carolina, and that turned out to be one of the best games of the weekend. You know, with a hell mary at the end of the game. Pretty the thing exciting. is with that game, Josh, the thing, thing is with that game, it's not that I was hating on App State, the college campus, where they were at. But the thing is, the last three, four, five meetings, it was like App State won by like 35-plus points. And I understand there's some kind of rivalry there, uh, whatever it may be. And, yeah, it was a great game. Luckily, it shouldn't <laughs> have been. It should not have been. I agree I don't there. Care. I, don't, I don't care that – game day was like hey we're gonna be here we're gonna do this whether it was show or not app state should have mopped the floor with troy especially being at home and they walked out with a walkway hail mary 
some Hail Mary on some luck. And uh, I think even one of the commentators was like, oh, just like they threw it up. The defender tipped it down. It popped into the other wideouts for hands. And then he ran up and around the whole huddle of people into the touchdown. And I'm just like, okay, game day was there. You know, like, was that was that written or what? You know, but uh, that was crazy. That was crazy. And that basically started everything, Josh. That basically started off everything to what was a wild weekend to where even USF, you brought it up. You wanted to shout out USF where they made out a game in Flor- in Florida, in the swamp. Yeah. They made a game with Florida. That just – it don't sit well with me. Like, USF had no business being in the game with Florida. Exactly. It, there should be a, a, a probably like a four or five score game when you're playing someone like USF and you're Florida. This isn't USF of 10 years ago. Like, they've been down for quite a while now. And – they made it a, a three-point game in the swamp. That's a problem for Florida. If I'm if I'm Gator fan, I'm worried. And and I was talking to you today. I was talking to you today just about uh, Georgia and Michigan, where you know it looks like the defenses are there, the running game's there. Y'all are you know holding opponents down to damn near no points, and uh, y'all look strong, both Georgia and Michigan. And then you have Ohio State over here putting up seventy-seven points. <laughs> It's it's crazy out here. And uh, one thing is now we're opening up with the actual conference play. Don't get me wrong. You're not starting off with like. Yeah, you're still starting off with the the, the weaker opponents of the conference. The bottom tier. And, you know, some some teams I've already played a conference game here or there. I I understand that. But, like, speaking of Ohio State, they're playing Wisconsin. Ohio State should have mopped the floor with Notre Dame, and they should have mopped the floor with Wisconsin. But Wisconsin can run the ball. They can play some solid defense. Um, we'll see. You know, don't sleep on Wisconsin. Uh, I, I believe after last week, nobody's safe, man. Nobody's yeah. safe in college. You, you can't say anything's a guarantee anymore, uh, as we've seen, like I said, just from the whole entire weekend on both college and pro. Uh, but this week coming up with the, with the college football games, you got number five, Clemson, versus number 21, Wake Forest. This is kind of like that big test for Clemson to see if they are that number five team, if they really are legit. You know, you're playing a, an undefeated Wake Forest. They're ranked. They seem pretty decent. This is a game Clemson should run away with if they're who everyone thinks they are. So this Wake Forest like has gotten step. better. Wake Forest has gotten better the past yeah. couple of years, man. Um, they've actually started competing. Um, don't sleep on Wake Forest. They're 3-0 for a reason. Um, Clemson hasn't looked all that great now they did uh throw some points up there finally but we just watched an old miss team mop the floor with georgia tech and clemson struggled with georgia tech and you know you never want to do that comparison game to game but i mean you have to i mean as you analyze these games you have to compare yeah that's that's something. what you look at is the the matchups from the previous games like you have to look at those yeah. kinds of things um but yeah you you have the wake forest clemson game um i was telling you before Never sleep on the Texas versus Texas games. Yeah, so you got Texas huge. Tech. Anytime you have that big rivalry like that, that in-state rivalry is just a big deal. You always want to kind of step up for those. Even though Texas Tech may be down, Texas, we're not sure what's going on with the quarterback situation. They're kind of up and down. They're they're coming back up. Like Texas is making the right moves to where they should be a, a big name again. And Texas is this, actually getting a defense, man. 
Texas yeah. is actually getting a defense where Texas Tech is kind of still offensive ran, um, very offensive, not not much defense. Um, Texas kind of taking a book out of the TCU, uh, playing that defense. Um, you you see uh, Brent Venables going to Oklahoma, trying to bring some kind of defensive light to an Oklahoma team. Um, we'll see. Like Texas, Texas Tech, that's a good game. It's a good watch. It's entertaining. Um, I'm very interested. Even last week, Arkansas had a scare, and um, Arkansas has a, a matched yeah, game they, this week against yeah, Texas They got A&M. Texas A&M, which is a huge game. Yep. So Texas we'll A&M's see Texas come out A&M. Off. Yeah, Texas A&M coming off a, a big win that, uh, you know, after they had their huge loss to App State, then they come and knock off Miami, who had some hype. Um, muff punt, uh, defensive game, still not scoring points like a Texas A&M team should. Right. Uh, if they can stop the run, they can stop Arkansas. But Arkansas can run the ball, man. Yeah, I, I think Arkansas should take this because Texas A&M hasn't looked great so far this Arkansas year. Arkansas is good, man. Arkansas is yeah. good. They're, they're, they're looking pretty legit. Uh, another big, huge rivalry game, you got Tennessee-Florida. Florida, again, like we just talked about playing USF, they didn't look so good. Florida hasn't looked great so far. They have the one first win, and then past that, it haven't looked so good. And Tennessee, again, another team like Texas where they seem to be coming back. They're starting to be a little more relevant again, making a bigger name. Hopefully it's a good game, exciting game. These games are always kind of those you want to watch because that rivalry. The Tennessee rival, Tennessee Florida rivalry has been there forever. As long as I can remember, that's kind of been a thing. So this yeah, is one Tennessee, of the games that's really want to Tennessee's watch. Definitely, Tennessee's definitely coming back with some kind of offensive play. And uh, – Honestly, both quarterbacks for Tennessee and Florida are like the same player to me, but uh, Tennessee looks more together than the Florida team. But this rivalry, like you said, don't be surprised if Florida comes out with a W. But uh, I think Tennessee here should walk away with this win. They look like a better team. Um, the game against Pitt was great, and uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes. I think it's another great game to watch. Um, I, I like I like that this is like the calm before the storm. I feel like this is just to settle in finally. We're getting all these teams kind of uh, settled settled in, and uh, look out for Notre Dame to lose another game. They're playing North Carolina, and uh, don't yeah. be surprised if Notre Dame loses another game. Man, uh, Notre, uh, North Carolina, they're putting up some points, man. They're putting up some points. They're in these close call games, but uh, if Notre Dame can't stop it, slow it down, it's just going to be another loss for Notre Dame. That's not a good look for them. Alabama, should, Alabama should steamroll. Georgia should steamroll. Miami should bounce back. They're playing like Middle Tennessee. Uh, they should be mad. They should be angry. They should be pissed off. We should have some kind of special teams in order where we don't muff punts. Um, <laughs> yeah, them boys better have been practicing that all week. Yeah, so with college, I love college. Some people are hating college. I know we had a couple of people like, oh, yeah. this is why I don't watch college. This stuff. Yeah, Joe I mean, Stumper posted something about this yeah. is why I don't watch college football. And it's like, yeah. that's right, the same thing I love college. I love college, man. Dude, the hype, like, dude, college game day is awesome to me. The hype, the student section, just the the atmosphere. Um, now, obviously, I, I can't watch, like, a, a, a I don't want to knock any college, but I can't watch a lower-tier team, obviously, play some crap. But, I mean, you had Old Dominion and Virginia Tech and Old Dominion won, and this stuff does happen. App State, obviously, they're at FBS school now. Yeah. But they beat Texas A&M. Uh, those are great, but – if you're telling me you can't find a good college game on, you're, you're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. Like, there yeah, is a good game on somewhere in there. And not only that, 
just the highlights. There's a good highlight, a good run, a good catch. A, there, there's something great going on, and that's the future. And it's like if you want to be involved in the NFL and fantasy football, drafting and this, like you have to watch what these people are yeah. doing. You got to see what's coming in, what's the, what's the next big names and everything like that. Like, I understand some of the games were blowouts, like especially from the top tier teams. But that's again, this is almost like the preseason where you kind of get warmed up. You, you a lot of teams don't play the bigger name schools yet. So as the season progresses, you'll start to get these more competitive games, closer games, exciting games. And like you talked about, the atmosphere alone of college football, it has to be one of the, the best atmospheres of any sport. You know, that's like one of them things. That's a bucket list item for me is I want to go to Michigan, you know, and see a game in the big house. I'm down. I'll call out. <laughs> like those are those types of things. Like I, I almost was trying to get tickets for the USF UF game, but it was just too late last minute and some other circumstances popped up, but I was trying to get tickets to that one just to be, in the swamp, you know, to check it out, be in that atmosphere. I would definitely take a point for you and go to the Michigan game with you. <laughs> I so. will sign off on that right up anytime, bud. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, college, college football, college football is great. And just one thing about, you know, the atmosphere before we move on to the NFL and the crazy week of NFL, um, the atmosphere, even App State, they were saying the whole North Carolina area of App State sold out of poster boards. Like, bro, poster boards. You didn't even know. And then you go into, like, bills, and you're just like, oh, we're out of tables. Like, there's just certain areas where it's just like, this is what sports are about. Like, yep. poster boards, beer, barbecue, and, you know, finding reasons to be up upset at your family for your team losing. You know what I mean? That's just – they, like, go hand in hand. I mean, <laughs> it's just – that's just how life goes. And we put ourselves through it and uh, – you got to enjoy the great times, the ups and downs, but there's some miserable times, which once we get into the NFL, we'll talk about the miserable times, Josh. <laughs> you are not lying. So I guess we can just jump right into the miserable times and uh, talk about this super aggravating, just, oh, man. The, let me tell you what. I don't know why I elect, I allow these games to affect me the way it does. But, bro, I was so pissed off after watching the Raiders blow a 20-0 to lead against the Cardinals and watching that game. I'm yelling at my TV so much. My son's trying to come in there and see what I'm yelling about, telling me to be quiet. When that game was over, I walked out of the house because I was just so heated. When I did come back in, I had to tell my wife, I was like, listen, I'm trying to go to the back room. I'm sitting down. I want the door closed. I don't want nobody bothering me. Let me just finish up this Sunday night game. And then I'm going to bed. Like you have to, you have to let it settle in, Josh. And and when I say that, I watched part of that game, and I could see the frustration and where all of it came from because there was no reason for that to happen. But the thing is, it literally happened right before that happened. So it was like we should have known that it was going to happen. Yeah, there was. We literally just watched it. We just watched it happen, and I'm just sitting here like. There is no way. Like, how do you mess up parlays and picks and bets like this right here? Like, they know. They know I had this on my sheet. And they're like, look, we cannot allow Devin to hit this. So let's all just let these comebacks come back. Because I was looking real good, Josh. I was looking real good. And, sabotaged. Uh, straight sabotaged me all, all the way down. And when I say muff punt in the Miami game, 
the same thing happened in my Steelers game. A muff punt. I, I will not lie. I will not lie to you. I literally think the muff punt happened on the same side of the field at the same spot on the same yardage. I was just like, there, there's no way. There's no way. I was like, everything was looking obviously horribly wrong on offense, but we were close. We were in the game. And then we allowed that seven points, and now we're chasing points, and that's not what the Steelers do. And we're already missing T.J. Watt. We can get no pressure on Mac Jones. He's looking elite. And um, that started everything. And then I seen the Ravens go down. And I was like, oh, and that was right after I seen the Browns lose their 14-point lead in a minute and 22 seconds or some crazy stat. And then there was this guy, Josh, this guy, last week on the podcast. It may have been me. And I was like, look, you should take all the AFC North teams. They're all going to win. And he lied. He lied. He, he, he didn't know what he, yeah, he didn't know what he was talking about because they all <laughs> lost. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. And I'm just sitting here like, dude, there's no shot. There's no shot. Oh, man. And uh, so not only did I listen to that guy, I betted with that guy. And, uh, yeah, it just it just went all downhill. And then for you to lose the way you did, huh, oh, man, I sided with your Raiders. And I was just like, why? Why did I do that? Oh, man. That, so that was a very rough one for me. Uh Quick question on, on your Steelers there. Uh, I read something that basically, like, your whole offense is calling out the, the offensive coordinator, and they're, they're kind of blaming the play calling for why they're not pushing the ball downfield. Bro, they started a petition. They started a petition to get rid of Canada, the offensive coordinator. They're like, dude, he is so bad. And they're just like, we haven't had a good offensive coordinator since Bruce Arians. And, it, and it's hard to say we had. Like, dude, they've all been so bad. But it's like right now. Your defense You're makes up for it. That's the biggest thing. Your and defense thing has been is, so like, people, good that it's making people, up for it. People are like, put Pickett in, but our offensive line is so bad, dude. He's gonna be out there like Joe yeah. Burrow. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, what do you what do you want to do? And uh, at least Mitch has some size; he could take some hits. But the thing is, he's he's gun shy. And one of the rookies even called him out. George Pickens is like, dude, I've been open. Like even when I'm a little covered, I'm still open. You can throw me the ball. Yeah. And, like, we've seen him make those plays. Deontay Johnson, he's, we've seen him make a one-handed catch up and over. Like, the man can make plays. And then you have Claypool, who has size, too. Like, you have no reason, with a great tight end, Fairmouth, who he can make plays, too. And then you have Harris in the backfield. You have all the weapons of the world. Your line is bad. Basically, the Steelers are the baby Bengals right now. Their quarterback play, we, we don't have the quarterback play of Joe Bur Burrow. But the weapons, we have the wideouts, we have the running back, and we have a better tight end than the Bengals do. So it's it's tough, man. It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. And uh I, I don't know what the answer is, man. I don't I don't want to say put Pickett in there. That's the answer. Um, but it's 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 rough. I knew this was coming. I, already like, I feel like if you if you put Pickett in already, I feel like you're giving up already. Do you really want to throw a rookie Unless he lights in behind it up. Unless he lights that offensive line? That's true. I mean, it's, it's, it's a chance you can take, but is he ready? Is he ready to face those NFL defenses behind that offensive line? Like, give him a little bit of time to learn still and take that down year. Let, let Mitch be the guy that gets beat up so that way he can come in and, and have a healthier team. 
so this could go two ways. You know, Pickett's an older guy. He was a fifth-year senior. Um, you have the Russell Wilson, who was like uh, uh, an older uh, transfer, yeah. um, came in the league at an older age, 24, 25 years old. Um, and then you had like a Brandon Whedon from like Oklahoma State who was like 27. Yeah. He was like 27 and he sucked. But also he went to the Browns at that time, was not a very good thing. Um, he was a gunslinger from Oklahoma State. And you could either be that Russell Wilson type and be successful, or there's a reason why you're an older quarterback that didn't get drafted two years prior, and that's why you stayed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I like Pickett. Um, he's got small hands, Josh. <laughs> I, I I think I would still hold off a couple more weeks if you want to try the picket thing. Give give Trubisky a little bit of time to try to figure things out against only two weeks. Let's not overreact. Um, so let's let's start all this from Thursday. Let's get back to this game real quick. The Chiefs Chargers game. Incredible game. Like these are two of the better teams, probably, you know, like if you want to rank them in the AFC, probably second, third. Absolutely incredible yeah. teams. You, you've been saying Bills, it over and Bills, over. Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, man. Yeah. Like, you keep saying it. If you want to, you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Chargers had an opportunity and didn't do it. You know, a lot Mahomes, of help. Mahomes had some incredible throws, incredible plays. Like, Mahomes is still Mahomes. You can never count that out. But even watching this game, I'm still not sure. Like, I still think that the Chargers might be a better team. Yeah, a lot of a lot of help, man. A lot of help. Some pick six called back. Uh, I mean, some picks called back. Um, a lot of help, man. Uh, you you want to be better than that if you're the Chiefs. You got to be better than that. Um, yeah. The Chargers played Kelsey very good. Um, there's certain teams that are gonna play the tight end very good, and uh, that's gonna be Kelsey's got to get Juju involved or. I don't want to say he's got to get Juju involved. Juju's got to get himself involved. Yes. Um, Sky Moore has to be involved. Someone has to step up on that wide receiver crew. Um, you can't have McKinnon going out here getting touchdowns as like a third string running back. Um, even though McKinnon is very viable at it, uh, he's a very good like. Don't forget, like he was about to be paid, and then he got hurt, and then you know he came over. He started lighting it up last year for the Chiefs. Um, but you got Clyde Edwards-Lair, um, and you got McKinnon over here. Uh, their old line still has questions on it. But the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Mahomes still Mahomes. But <laughs> you, you, the Bills right now, Bills, Chargers, I would say the Ravens were up there, but they knew how to blow that lead, and they could have been in talks. They got to get that secondary fixed. But, uh, yeah, the Chargers know how to play the Chiefs, and they're built to beat yeah. each other, and that's going to be – it's going to be a hell of a matchup, and I think they're they're they've separated themselves from the Raiders and the Broncos by yeah. by a landslide. Where we thought it may be a little close, but um, Raiders right. are showing that they can lose games and they can keep them close. But I mean, Raiders yeah, might Raiders be there. Raiders haven't figured out how to close out a game and kind of finish them off. They obviously blew a twenty zero lead, so that right there tells you they don't have that killer instinct and that ability to just shut down another team whenever they need to. Uh, speaking of shut down another team, real quick, we don't need to sit on this too long. Jags, Colts, 24-0 Jags. This is embarrassing. The Colts, Matt Ryan is not the answer, it seems like. 
I don't want to go no, too he's crazy. Not. He's not the answer, Josh. He's not the answer. Um, that shows, Taylor got uh, shut down. Obviously, they didn't have Michael Pittman. They didn't have uh, Alec, Alec Pierce. Like, they didn't have much in the offensive weapons, but still, you, you shut down Jonathan Taylor, and Matt Ryan just does not look like a viable option at quarterback. He, he, he looks washed, man. He looks like he can throw the ball every, every like, other five plays. <laughs> yeah, that was just a really embarrassing game. Like, to lose 24-0 – to the so the Jaguars who to the Jags your divisional you know rival exactly uh, it's not the a team good look. that took you out of the you know the team that they, they, I think it's in the past three or four years they've blanked them like each year or the past four years they've done it three times along those lines and then what's so crazy like, about football what's crazy about football watch the Colts go ahead and beat the Chiefs right <laughs> and then we hit on this a little bit Dolphins Ravens. Ravens did the same thing with the rate. Like, it wasn't as bad as the Raiders, don't get me wrong. But still, you let a team come back on you. Waddle and freaking Hill, incredible games. If you had them in fantasy, you had a great weekend. If you, if not very many people started Tua. I, I'm one of them. I, I didn't start Tua. Very upset about that. But Tua had a monster game. Hill had a monster game. Waddle had a monster game. Lamar had a very great game but still came up with that L. And like you talked about, it's that leaky defense and them DBs couldn't keep up with these guys. Crazy game. Another crazy game and another crazy week. A wild game to even a wild start with the kickoff return right off rip. And then it just it just went downhill from there for the Dolphins. And then uh, they turned around. Even Hill left the game and came back. And then uh, he lit it up. And Waddle was going off consistently. And uh, Tua, Tua showed that he had an arm, showed that he was getting a long ball going. The Ravens left some some wide open receivers, though. It was bad. Um, still 21 points down. Uh, the biggest turnaround upset of the week, even though, you know, 20-0 is bad, but they were up 21 and let them come back, even though there was some more points scored. Um Still, still rough. And then, like, like we hit on the Cleveland and Jets, you were, you know, up 14, 15 points with a minute, 22 seconds or something like that, and you let them come back. Uh, just a very odd week of football. Um, I feel like this is to get the bookies and all the money at, 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 the, at the home, get them paid. So, like, later on when they have to pay me later, this is what's going on. But, yeah, it's a very odd, uh, great yeah, two game weeks to watch. In. Super, super offensive game. Yeah. Two weeks in, we still don't know what some of these teams are. No, we have no wise, clue. We have no clue, Josh. We have no clue. Fantasy wise, you got some of the top guys that you know your your top running backs produce one game and then nothing the next game. So it's still like, what's going on there? Are these guys going to be the guys? It's just uh, it's aggravating. Um, again, a quick game, quick shout out. Lee Billiers, Detroit Lions beating the Washington Commanders two and zero. Lee's. For them, it's like you said in the, the chat, they're, it's like they won Super Bowl, man. They're two games in a row, and they're on cloud nine talking trash, thinking they're the best team in the NFL. No, they're not 2-0, and Josh. They lost to the Eagles. Oh, yeah, yes, one 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 The whole division yeah. is 1-1. Yeah, the whole division so, is 1-1. Yeah, they, they lost they, to the Eagles. And, uh, yeah, they got that first win, and it's like a Super Bowl to them. They don't know how yeah, to act. It's, it's, it's really funny how, how Lee's kind of talking trash about how – they got to win. 
he's on cloud nine and thinks everything's great. And then by the end of the season, he'll remember they're the Detroit Lions. They have a chance. I'm not going to knock. We're going to find out. They're, they're playing the, the team you had high hopes on, too, when you try to switch up and pick the Vikings. And then the Vikings <laughs> played worse than the Raiders. Uh, it's because the Vikings realized that Kirk Cousins is uh, – it was Monday night. He was like, wait, I can't do this on Monday night. Let me go ahead and throw three interceptions. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gun shy. There's too many people watching. <laughs> that, that was a pretty rough game. We'll get to that one here in just a minute. I, I want to hit on one game before we go there. The, the game that cost you the Super Bowl side pool – the Cincinnati Bengals, Dallas Cowboys, the only lock, quote unquote lock of the week. What's going on with the Bengals, man? O line, O line, horrible O line. They spent too so much bad. money on that O line to be this bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. 14 sacks, 14 sacks in two weeks. Um, the lock was not locked. Uh, someone left the key. They had all the answers. Uh, There's no reason. That you can't do like a three seconds drop back and throw it to Higgins Boyd, uh, Chase. Uh, I don't know. It was bad. You have a great kicker. You, you lost a rush. You lost a rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush. Yeah. Like they got a bad offensive line. Zeke's washed up. No Michael yeah, Gallup. Like the only guy they Pollard, have is Pollard looks so good. Pollard looks so good. Oh, for sure. It's, it's 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 horrible that you're wasting Pollard's talent right now. If anything, I would try to trade Zeke to like somebody who has an O lineman that you can get. Yeah, it's, I don't know who wants to take on that salary. Is the biggest problem there? Nobody. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't even want Zeke. To be honest with you, he just he right. just doesn't look like he has that step anymore. Yeah, maybe maybe if they can chop that salary dolly down to you know bare minimum and send him over to the Bills, maybe they could uh, make him something again possible be a good fit for him i don't know like even over there they're, they're trying with their running backs and it's like moss singletary cook it's just it's still allen they're off their <laughs> rush defense they're rushing they don't, they don't need still. to run like their passing yeah. game is that efficient they don't even need to run oh yeah they had gabe davis out they had gabe davis out and they were still balling he was just like you know what that's fine you're full box out here putting up points dude gilliam gilliam everyone had him in their lineups What's crazy is people actually have this man in like DraftKings lineups, and I'm just like, who? Yeah. Like, did you God, literally no like close your of? eyes? You literally closed your eyes and was just like, oh man, this is a small salary. Let me yeah, throw this, guy, in this here. guy on here. <laughs> yeah. It, it just blows my mind away that that was even an option. And then they utilized that option, and I'm just like, like, what? Dude, like, like you're a, on the quite a bit, too. It wasn't like it was just one or two times. Like, they were trying Bro. to feed him. Right, you're on the Bills sideline, bro. Someone in that family has ties. Like <laughs> it, that that's just that blows me away. Like, dude, I watch this stuff religiously, bro. And I like I don't even know what that guy's first name or even what he looks like or where he came from. I, I never even heard of him. Like that was the first time I ever heard of him when he caught that first pass, and I'm like, Who? Like I didn't know what position the guy played. Thankfully they said yeah. he was fullback, because otherwise I would not know. I didn't even know they had a fullback. <laughs> just stupid. But uh. Yeah, uh, Josh Allen looks great. Yeah, Josh Bills Allen, straight Mahomes. dominated. Bills look incredible. Bills look like the absolute best team in the AFC, if not the entire NFL. I agree. Like, I agree. They, they look, look very good. Ridiculously good. And and then and then the next game after that, it looks like the Eagles kind of tightened up. Whether the Vikings yeah. did suck it up all day, it looks like the Eagles tightened up their rush defense, which I thought should have been good to begin with. And uh, 
the Eagles look look great. Not that Kirk Cousins didn't help, but he he looked so bad. But the Eagles, the first half, they locked it in and uh, they were at home and they played like it, and then they they set on their lead. Hertz had an incredible game. He looked phenomenal. I agree. I don't, considering it's, I mean, like they they, they fed Deshaun. Uh, I was going to say Deshaun. Uh, Smith. They fed Smith the ball this time. They made sure they kind of get him in. You know, give him a couple of easy little catches to get him in that groove. And it was just from there. They were he, he was hitting his targets. He looked incredible. I think he hit those with like six incompletions at the end of the game. His legs, his arm, he looked incredible. One thing, though, like this shows you, like from week to week, is uh, it's hard to be steady. I would say right now you're too steady wide out so far because Jeff Jefferson obviously didn't do anything. Slay washed him. Um, yeah. Is right now Cooper Cup and Armand St. Brown from the, the Lions and then Cooper Cup from the Rams have stayed steady. Yeah, throw Diggs in there because Diggs had two two big weeks. Yeah, as and well. then Diggs, and then Diggs, exactly Diggs as well. Um, those three wideouts right now are looking like your steady top three. Where Chase fell off last week, where he said he was going to eat up Diggs, and uh, he, he Diggs kind of shut him off him and Higgins. But like the whole Bengals offense just looked like yeah. trash. It don't look like they have two one thousand yard, almost three thousand yard wide receivers <laughs> on that offense. And uh, you know Diggs Cup. And St. Brown right now are looking like your solid picks for wideouts and fantasy wise. And then running back play, like it's 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 hit or miss, man. It's like you don't really know what you got out there right now for running yep. backs. Aaron Jones got slapped the first week, then comes back and looks great. Um you had uh that's that's about like anyone who went off. Henry got shut out, Cooks had got shut out, Kamara didn't play. Um, Jonathan Taylor, we talked about him. He yeah. didn't do nothing. Taylor didn't do uh, Swift, Swift, Swift did okay, and then you had Chubb. Chubb balled out. Chubb, Chubb went off, but again, last week it was Kareem Hunt that was really seemed like he was going to go off. So exactly that that split backfield over there. So we'll see. We'll see how these offenses shape up and who who they actually get behind. But it's 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 early, but there's some steady consistency already between these two games. And uh, we'll see if that stays or if these teams adapt and stop it. So that's just my hit on that. And uh, we'll start looking ahead at uh, week yeah, three. Well, and speaking of Chubb, your boys here. Yeah, speaking of Chubb, speaking of the Steelers, Thursday night games, games I hate, divisional, divisional games and primetime games. I hate these games because you literally have no idea what's about to go down. Miles yeah. um, Garrett's out. TJ Watt's out. Um, Steelers should win this easy. <laughs> I don't know about easy. I don't know. Honestly, this week, there's a quite a, probably a handful of games that I would go back to the, I mean, I've said it a thousand times, uh, the coin flip games. This one here is one of those games for me because the Steelers defense without JJ Watt doesn't look the same at all. Like it's amazing what one guy can do for that offense. And it's definitely you can see JJ Watt is just an absolute monster. Uh, I mean, when you play in a defense, Josh, and you go from eleven on eleven to nine on eleven, because you know two of them are on him, it's it's a big difference. Yeah, and uh, it's it's huge. It's huge, and you it changes your scheme. It changes your pass rush. Now you have to throw another man to get some kind of rush, and then we're yep. still not getting there if we do blitz. 
So it's it's it, it, it sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, it should be a, a close contested game. The thing yeah. is, if the Browns get the run game going and we can't stop the run game, it's going to be a long night for the Steelers. Like I said, coin flip, divisional game. Um, well, I think I believe I believe uh, the Bengals are zero and two, and then everyone else is one and one in that division as well. So this is going to be the lead leader right here. We already have the one win over the Bengals, so I think we're still at the top. But uh, yeah, Thursday night off rip, Brown Steelers. If we can't stop the run game, it's going to be a long night at the office for the Steelers, and we have to get some kind of passing offense going. If we do not get some yeah. kind of passing offense going, it's it's yeah, like you got to do a stretch the field to open things up for Harris to be able to actually get something going. So otherwise, they're just going to stack the box, dare you to throw it, and it's not working. Exactly. So we'll see. Love to see it. Primetime Steelers game. Nothing new here. <laughs> I'm actually leaning towards the Browns on that one, but not by much of a margin. Uh, another divisional game should be an exciting game, should be a high-scoring game, I'll say that. The Bills-Dolphins in Miami. I don't think that's going to make like the, the edge. I have it. Bills in this one, but being in Miami is kind of like, oh, I don't know. That could give them that little bit of an edge. They're going to find out what Miami is really made of. Uh, they do have a viable, obviously a viable uh, tandem on offense. You need Tua to show up. Don't don't be surprised because Bills come with that pressure. Yep. And you got Von Miller coming at you. Um, you got Phillips, Rozier on the line. Uh, Bills Bills are coming, man. And uh, Bills Bills have a great chance to be in the Super Bowl. But going to Miami, being being in Miami. If Miami can pull this out, this is one of them trap games that I'm not betting on another divisional game, and yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't like it, but the Bills are about to see if, where they're at. Like, we've seen some crazy separation between games with the Bills, and um, then they lose to the Jags. So <laughs> don't let them don't don't let them get content and then go out here and throw a dud. So we'll see, but I think it should be a great game. I also have the Bills just because I think the Bills are just they look, they look good. Yeah, they're the best team in the NFL as of right now. Uh, another another big divisional game: Lions Vikings. Who is the real Lions team? Who's the real Vikings team? You know, I mean, the the Eagles are a better defensive team than the Vikings. The Vikings and the uh, the the Lions. Lions are, are a good team. They're up and coming, but I would say the Vikings should take this. It's in Minnesota. One o'clock. No lights, no prime time. Kirk can shine and do what he does whenever no one's watching. Yeah, I mean, it's a divisional game. You got you, you to know this team. Kirk should have known what the Eagles are about, too, even though, you know, he's been out of that division for a while. Some of them players are still there that were there when he was over in that division, though. Um, you know, Hurts is, is mobile, so you should have expected that. But to go and play the Lions, um, you know they're going to try to get the run going. Um, you need to cover St. Brown. And uh, Kirk Cousins, you got to show up, man. Don't throw it to the other team. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of pressure on this game for, for Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Uh, I think Detroit's playing with house money. They're not expected to be, like, you know, one of the championship teams. They're, they're supposed to be a middle-of-the-pack team. 
So this is definitely more pressure on the Vikings to get to that two and one mark than it is Detroit to get to that two and one mark. I, I'm not going to lie. I think I'm solely sold on the bills and I'm going to take the bills, but this is a coin flip for me too. Like I'm probably going to take Cleveland on, on the one sheet and take the Steelers on another sheet. And I'll probably take, you know, the lions on one and the Vikings on another. And hopefully I pair up the winners, you know, because those two games right there, them divisional games, man, it's just, they're hard. Yeah. They're hard. Even the Bills Dolphins game's hard, but you know, you got to sell on one. Yeah. And uh, those are three games of the week that uh, you, you hope are dog fights, but it could get ugly quick. Definitely for the Dolphins. We've seen it get ugly for them. And will the Bills allow them back in the game like the Ravens? I don't, I don't know. And then, like I said, if the Steelers can't stop the run of the Browns, it could get very ugly in that game too. And then if the Vikings have to find that dog again, because yep. the Lions, you, even if they slow start, they're finding ways to score some points and get some kind of offensive going. So you got to we'll get Dalvin Cook going, and you have to get Jefferson the ball. Like that's your two biggest things. If, if you're the the Vikings, feed Cook, let him get his touches to wear that defense down, and then get that play action going where you can open up for Jefferson. Hundred uh, percent. Packers Bucks. Yeah, it's Sunday game. night. No, it's a Sunday afternoon game. The the Sunday night is the 49ers Broncos for some reason. Unless they switched it. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. That that sucks. Yeah, pretty pretty terrible uh, night game. But uh, yeah, Packers Bucks. This game is intriguing to me. Because, like, like, you want to think Packers, Bucks, you think of the way it's been, and I don't know if it's going to be that way. You got Mike Evans out for this game for sure. Uh, Godwin may not play. Julio may not play. The the Bucks just bringing in uh, Cole Beasley. Oh, yeah, Cole Beasley. I doubt he'll play this game. I don't think he's going to be a factor. But Packers with no receivers either, they're going to have to rely on those two running backs. It's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady kind of thing. But the Bucks are just, I still think, that better team. It's going to come down to defense. And uh, Davis and Dean right now look really good in the Bucks secondary. But I think the Green Bay secondary is going to be what everyone thought it's going to be. It's going to make a, a, a turn here shortly, especially on some low-level wideouts. Um, they shouldn't have a problem that they had with, like, Jefferson. I think there was just some scheme issues too, but uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, that's, that sells itself. Green Bay, they sell itself. I think I even heard on the radio, like, it's it's not looking too red. It's looking really green in Tampa. Um, so they're trying to get some home field over there, but they, they travel well, times, that's for sure. I was telling many people, like, if you're a Bucks fan, you literally could sell, like, two, two tickets. If you play the 49ers, the Steelers, and Green Bay – and you sell those tickets, you could pay for like your season. Well, you know, I've seen there there's Packers tickets going for like five to six hundred dollars a piece, and I'm just like, that's insane. Uh, but again, should be a good game. I, I being in Tampa, Tom Brady with with the way they've kind of they haven't looked fantastic by any means, but they're winning. And Tom Brady's older, but he definitely hasn't lost the fire to compete. You yeah. cannot take that away from that man. Uh, he's definitely involved. He's definitely fired up. Uh, I think that's kind of what keeps him coming, man, is the, the, the competitiveness. Uh, I think later down the road, you know, he needs to take some time off with the fan, whatever do he's got to do. 
you're going to see that man on the sideline or in a booth. I don't know if that man can stay away from the game. Oh, he's already so signed he, the contract with Fox. So, like, yeah. he's definitely going to be on the booth. And, uh, let's see, Sunday night, 49ers, Broncos. I don't even think there's much to talk about with that. Like, that, that should be. Trey Lance is out. Yeah, you got Jimmy yep. G now. Like, I don't know. The Broncos don't now. look great. I, I agree. I agree 100%. Even there was talks that even some of the team was more excited about having Jimmy G back out there than Trey Lance. You, you know what happened, Josh, is I picked Seattle. I picked <laughs> Seattle, and Trey Lance was like, watch me break my ankle. And then they lost. And they lost Trey Lance, and then they won the game. It just it just bettered their odds. And then, like, what did Jimmy G do? He started four for four and scored a touchdown. And I was just like, UPOS, man. I, I hate everything you are. And then uh, that's just kind of how betting goes. That's kind of how it just – it worked out. Not saying the 49ers weren't going to tighten it up. Obviously, we talked about the rain and everything. But uh, I think Jimmy G out there looks looks better. I don't know if Trey Lance is the answer. Mobile. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but not this year. Fantasy question. Uh, Jimmy G, reliable quarterback. If you're streaming quarterback, say you had Dak Prescott, uh, Jameis Winston kind of thing, if that was your two quarterbacks, Jimmy G's worth picking up. Mm. You try to go get Tua if he was still out there. Um, Jimmy G. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm glad it's not me. It's it's definitely rough out there. It's, it's my, my wife's league. She was asking me questions. It's some rough quarterbacks that are available. Uh, go get Carson Wentz. Wentz wasn't available either. That it was sucks. Like, Damn, Jimmy dude, G. Dude, her, league's, her league's tightened up, bro. Good for her. <laughs> It was like Jimmy G, uh, Marcus Mariota, someone else. Daniel, I was like, Jones. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Jones, and yeah, I was like, just yeah. go with Jimmy G and hope for the best. Yeah, that's that's rough. And they're playing Broncos, or you know that they let Geno Smith. Uh, that's, go for it. Go for it's it. It's hard to say. Like you don't know. Uh, Monday night game: Cowboys Giants. Not Sorry, exciting I'm, game. I almost fell asleep there, Josh. I was going to sleep there. Uh, I guess I'll be happy to watch Barkley on Monday night. I mean, Giants are 2-0. and oh. That means nothing to me. I completely agree. <laughs> means absolutely nothing to me. They beat Baker Mayfield, and they beat the, the Titans, who just got seven points uh, put up, and they let 41 points get washed in three quarters by the Bills. Um, It's a, it's a divisional game. It's a rivalry. It's you know they, they don't like each other. I don't I don't like them either. I like Barkley. Well, yeah, I'd like to see Barkley go off. I mean, honestly, if I, I'd like to see the Giants win. I like seeing my name on TV. I don't I don't know if any of us are going to win with this being the Monday night game. I feel like we're all taking an L having to watch that. Honestly, with the Sunday night game and the Monday night game, most of those games kind of just just don't sit well with me. Nothing exciting at all. It's like, dude, Denver has such like, I was a Russell Wilson fan until just like two weeks ago. <laughs> I literally don't know if I like that guy anymore, and I don't want to put it fully on him because I really hate Hackett now. But it's like, dude, come it's, on, they're even talking about terrible play calling. It's like, bro, just audible. Like, what are you going to do, bench you? And even I love the with the Broncos. The crowd was, ch- like, uh, counting down the play clock for them. Like, that's embarrassing, dude. When it, like, we have, why? Have the same- what are we doing here? 
Like that's how bad the clock management has been for for Landonio Hackett over there. And this is like, wow, this is really bad. Spit it out. Tell them to play. <laughs> Bro, you know what? Take the plays and make them just one single number. Right. <laughs> just hey, that's Dumb play one. That's play two. Like, oh, dude, it's so uh, it's stupid, dumb. But both those games, I I'm not. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, I guess, like I said, at least the Monday night games, a rivalry game, Giants, Cowboys, it could be something. Uh, Cooper Rush, if he plays like he did again, uh, he might still outplay Daniel Jones. So <laughs> we'll see. And like I said, you got Parsons over there disrupting stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, I, I hope <laughs> the Giants win. I'd love to see the Cowboys lose. So that's where I'm at. Go Barkley. Uh, I'm just rooting for Barkley. I hope he has a monster game. You know, fantasy purposes, there's there's plenty of – I got him in about three or four leagues, so I hope he can go off. But, again, for, for the Sunday night, Monday night games, hopefully they're competitive. That's that's all I can say. Just give me a close game. I'm hoping, I'm hoping like, three. Three, we're still going to have some questions here, I, I'm assuming, the way just the football leagues have been going. Yeah. By week four, we should see some kind of level. It's starting and to be definitive six, answers of who's yeah, good, and, who's bad. And then by week six, you're already starting bye weeks. So yep. mm, we're we're getting there, Josh. Slowly but surely, slowly but surely, we're getting somewhere. Um, yeah, we're we're getting an idea why, of what this, these teams this, are. Hey, this is why this is why you do more than one fantasy league, man. Because <laughs> it's just there's so much uncertainty, man. It's so much fun. I love it. It's uh, it sucks when your team loses, but it's 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 fun when you have a good fantasy weekend at least. You know, yeah, I, and I had a good fantasy week, dude. I only I, out, of, out of 10 leagues, I lost one. I went nine and ten, I went nine out of uh nine and one last week in fantasy yeah, that, football. That's, that's always awesome to have something like yeah. that. I, I, nine I and one, eight, eight and four, seven and five, something like that. I actually yeah. had two leagues where I just completely bothered like 50 points, so that was yeah. The one league I lost, the one league I lost, I literally won another league by almost an identical score, score, and we had like both. Uh, I think he had Lamar Jackson and St. Brown in that, and I had Lamar Jackson and St. Brown in mind that I was like – and then, we, you know, you fluctuate the other teams and other than that. But, like, but when, yeah, you the don't want to waste – It's hard to lose. Yeah, you don't want to waste um, – you know, you might miss that play with Tua. You didn't want to waste those points. But you don't want to waste, like, the Bucks and the Bills. The Bills defense had 17 points, and the Bucks defense had 26 points. You don't want to waste those, man. Those are losses you cannot have when your yep. defense is putting up over 15 points. Um, you can't take those losses, man. And it just sucks. Like, we were talking about it before. I'm in a league right now where I'm 0-2, and, and I literally have more points than everybody but the first-place guy. And I'm 0-2. And, and it's just like, again, here we go again with this crap. And it's fun to see and hear other people who have to deal with that, too. It's all about matchups and that, too. So, Yep, that's just one thing you have to deal with, and hopefully you can overcome, and you don't take too many of those losses. So, leaving the draft, leaving the draft. Um, I'm ready for Thursday night football. I'm ready for another week of college football. I hate work weeks. I just, I just, I just want to go back to the weekend. And uh, <laughs> yeah, shirts and skins, Josh. Yeah, shirts and skins, we're out. Thank you for listening to Shirts and Skins podcast.